our station, our talent and our people. listening to radio yesterova radio yesterofir onse stasie onse talent onse mense this what is pouring out is nothing nothing you've ever seen you've ever seen so hello It's a new rising, the 
You are listening to Radio Yesterova. Goedemiddag, good afternoon. You are listening to Radio Yesterova, our station, our talent, our people. Welkom alle luisteraars wat ingeskakel is met ons vandag na nog a VOT session. Saam met myself en Brendan is vir ons een wonderlijke voorrecht om vandag weer eens hier te sit en net om te praat van die werke van die heren. Ons hoop jylle het een wonderlijke weekie, sover geseende weekie. Um, as jylle bykie saam met ons wil share, jylle is welkom om op die Facebook-lijne bykie saam met ons te share, wat gaan aan, what's happening in your life. Ek kan nie geloo, ons is een weekie, it's 10 more days, 10 more days away from VOT4. We're really feeling it now, we are excited, ons kan nie meer wachie. Ek wil letterlijk net hee, dit moet al volgende week satrag wees. Um, I can't wait to see what God is, has in store. Brendan kijk heel te die weer om te check. Want ons is buitenkant mense, as het reen, gaan ons dier die reen. Maar ons geloof die heren, gaan ons sien met een wonderlijke geseende dag. Nou vandag wil ons een bykie praat oor testimony. Getuienis, wat testimony is, wat het vir jou beteken, wat het vir ons beteken, the significance thereof, and the reason why we want to talk about testimony is because testimony is one of the pillars that stands on the foundation of the Holy Spirit for vision of truth. The one is worship, the other one is testimony. Now, we've spoken about worship um, quite a few times this past year, but we've never spoken about testimony and what role it plays within VOT. Nou, ek het een bykie, um, voordat ons nou in delf in het, het ek een bykie van een confession. Die eerste keer, toe ek sal met Bren in kerk gegaan het, en amal doen toch getuienis daarvoor, het ek glad nie geweet wat een getuienis is. He. En obviously het ek vir Bren in gevra, wat is getuienis, wat beteken een getuienis, Brennan het ook vir my so afgewaterde antwoord gegeen, want ek dink hy het self nie geweet he. En ek het my net gedink, like, jy sê my net wat op jou hart is, en there you go, daar is jou getuienis. En ek onthou die eerste keer wat Brennan gedoop word, um, vraag die pastor te vorm, hy moet sy getuienis afleen. Daar begin een lap, Brennan, alles uit, ek raak so my nervous, ek dink, shoo, is this what needs to happen? En, ek moet vir jou sê, daar was een van die redes, omdat ek bang was om getoop te word, want ek denk, jo, ek is hier reg om vir die mense alles te sê, wat met my gebeur het, he. en, but the Holy Spirit convicts you on what you need to share, denk ek, en, hy sê jou op die rechte, like, op die rechte tyd, wat gesê kan word, because, ons allemaal is mens, soms is mense nie, ehm, um, Hulle kyk vast in die persoon en nie wat die Heere gedoen het hier. And you really need to be open to listen to someone's testimony because it takes so much, it's so much bravery to share your testimony with so many people. But as a manier hoe die Heere jou net verlos ook op hy oomlik om te sê, you've been through it, it's done, it's dusted, ek het jou heel te wel vergewe. And that is one of the reasons why we want to speak about testimony today is in preparation for next week, to prepare everyone that's going to come as well, to prepare you for what to expect, but also to open your hearts, to open your hearts um, to no judgment, to listening, but when you listen, try to listen to God's voice, try to listen what God 
wants you to hear. Try to listen to his message. Because at the end of the day, Brendan is just going to be a vessel to um, speak to what God actually wants to say. I think we're going to talk about testimony and other good. I think you can probably punch that in the Google app and you can get a lot. I get it. So, come and check it out. So, testimony in Google is a formal, written, or spoken statement, especially one given in a court of law. So, that is now in a procurator terrain in your world. But I hope you don't know that. Testimony is evidence or proof of something. something. And for us, it's proof of God's grace. And the last thing is a public recounting of a religious conversion or experience. And that is what it is for us. So, yeah, so testimony, I think, is... Um, I say, I'll tell you that people can take a lot of things from you. They can take your job, they can take your money. Um, you can your marvel, you can your powerful, but they can't take away your testimony. And what I mean by when I say that is, um, when I say to Eknoli Dach, so he said to the first time, I was not in the first time. I think um, testimony is, I think it's a personal journey with the Lord. But I think when you are ready, you are, you will share it. But it's also. I think it comes down to um, and I, I sometimes listen to a lot of people speaking and when they give their testimony and they and sometimes there's so much when they speak about themselves and sometimes I feel we lose the value of the testimony when we speak about ourselves because the testimony is what God has done and the focus should shift to God not to us and for me I always say that um That's why Vision of Truth plays such a big part in what and how we do things. It's because the Lord does everything. And the Lord is the center of everything. The Lord is the center of our testimony. Something that stands the test of time. That's a testimony. The Lord is from the beginning to the end. He is today and tomorrow the same God. And that's something we can all relate to in in. in A testimony can always come through something that you have been through. But sometimes a testimony is so important for just the people out there. Excelted for a winner that if you look at the Bible, they didn't have a Bible to read. But they had to go around to speak to everyone and tell their story. And if you look at the Bible, the Bible is a storybook. Of people spreading the and testimonies and spreading the gospel through what they experience, the encounter that they have had with the Lord. And as a man terugdenk, is ik vraag mezelf hoe, how did they keep themselves oiled every day? Onze die woord vandaag om voor ons to keep us oiled every day. But they had to had to conversations with one another. And sometimes praat ons niet meer over die dingen nie, because we got so glued up with. With um, with social media, we got so good glued up with 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 texting. But you know that one on one conversation with someone and actually looking them in the eyes and for start in the body here alone, dear market. I think that is something only the Lord can do. That's something the Holy Spirit can only do, and that's just something that God alone has walked with you. And for me, as a, in in nutshell, testimony is not for yourself, neither to mark. In the ear of the year, because God has done everything. You have done nothing. Yo, I also have an idea. Touch of um, humility. Van Daas' script, I think it's in um, Proverbs. 
Mortinus becomes the, comes before the fall. And as I terugkijk op my eie persoonlijke testimony, where I lacked humility, that's Amen. where the devil came in. Amen. And I love how you also said, encounter with God. And as, that's, that's sekere gedeeltes in your leven wat vir jou uitstaan. As jy nou daar moet sit, jy moet jou oor toemaak en dink aan jou verlede. Kan jy terugkijk en daar gaan sekere gedeeltes wees in jou leven wat uitstaan. Wat jy kan onthou. Jy kan elke oomlik van, van die specifieke periode onthou. And that is actually encounters that you've had with God while God ingetreed for you, and you don't even know it. Know it? You didn't even know it at that point. And like, I personally had four of those encounters. Three, three. Sorry, sorry. Must count three of those encounters. Had where I really was. As I now look at God's hand, can see and I think, wow. I thought it was through my own strength, but it was gratis. It was the reality. And if you don't, it's not that I didn't have a relationship, not didn't know God. I could never hear his voice because who can you as you can you with someone praat as you need a verhouding with him as you as you need a boyfriend and girlfriend? How does it happen? It begins with the ontmoeting, so you ontmoet. And then begin a conversation, and so a friendship starts in a relationship. And that is precies how your life with God begins. God schedules a meeting where He for you and meet and say, "All that I for you have seen, you have not yet for me seen. But I, I am God, aangename kennis, and then you start the relationship. You start." you make the first move to start the relationship because you then start praying and asking God. And from there off, gaan jy oor na die doop. And once you've gone under the water and you come out a new creation, I think it's 2 Corinthians 5 verse 17, new creation, then you are officially in a relationship with God. And once you've realized that, Dan kan jy gaan terugkijk, want onthou, nou is jou sonde weggewas, God washed away that past, that now has become your testimony, and he uses it for his good. So, jy kyk jy meer met een slechte gedachte na jou verlede nie, maar met een goeie gedachte om te sê, dankie heren dat jy my kom uithaal het, en kyk nou al die goeie dinge wat jy daarmee doen. Ja, yeah, I think, um, net van net, om um, by Rowena aan te sluit, I think today I was... Um just sitting in a, in a scripture. I wonder what the year work. I was busy working and the scripture just fell. Where the year prat in Lucas 4 verse 14. Jesus word na Nazareth. Jesus gaan terug na sy geboorte waar hy groot gegaan het. Groot geword het. And it's so powerful because the word van die Heere spreek in die gedeelte that God couldn't do any miracles there. But you know why? I asked myself why? Because everyone there saw him as always being the same person. Miracles to them was normal because that was Jesus. That's the way he was walking. So say testimony had not a verskil in die mense gemaakt. Because that's the way they saw him. Maar die mense daar buiten, waar hy gegaan het, 
kon gesien het wat Jesus eindelijk doen. And that's why I say it's so powerful sometimes, like you will share something with people, mense wat om jou is, but people won't necessarily see it in the light that other people see it. So dis vir my is it so, ek sê, dit is so powerful hoe testimony somtijds werk, is dat jy kan het met iemand deel vandag, maar vir ander persoon werk het op een totaal en alle ander manier. Ek denk somtijds Rowena sal iets met my deel, but because I know how she is, I just see the grace of the Lord on her. But sometimes God uses your testimony through someone to bring them to Jesus. But I just see the grace of God. I don't see how God has changed you. And this is what say, testimony is, one moment you, you can sit there and you can be the same person the next moment, but just hearing someone else's story through a lens of that person, I think I need to the grace of God in that story. Like God always takes me to that scripture. And like who but I'll tell me it's like thank you it's more difficult to believe if you knew the old creation. It's a moeilijker, dis kom hulle sê, mense in Nazareth, het was moeilik vir hulle om te gloe in sy wonderwerke, want hulle het die kind gesien groot raak voor hulle. En nou skielik kom hy terug en hy doen al die wonderwerke, het hulle gehoor wat hy gedoen het, en het sê my nie, en nou sê hulle, maar doen het in order for us to believe you. Soos wees ons eerst, dan sal ons jou gloe. En is die seafde met, ehm, as jy nie tot bekering kom, as jy naas aan mense is, en hulle het die ou jy geken, hulle het geweet wat die dinge jy aangevang het, en wat die dinge gedoen het, en skielik wat jy net so 360, new creation, doe nie met dit nie, doe nie met daar nie, doe nie met daar nie, nou, now it's harder to believe, like, wees eers vir my, show me your miracle, before I can believe, en dis hoekom het vir hom so moeilik was. Amen, ek dink, we're not touching up, it's something that I've been spending the last two weeks. Ik ben die Heere praat en Lord just drop something by me and some people will catch it, but some people won't catch it and but over time maybe you will catch it. Maar die Heere sê vir Mooses, um, kom nader, want die grond waar op jy staan is, moet nie nader, trek jou skoene uit, want die grond waar op jy staan is heilig. And I remember asking the Lord, why would he say something like that to Moses? En dan sê Mooses, ook in die selle asem is, Mooses sien die brandende bos, so hy kom nader, so hy is naskerig. But what is so powerful in that whole story, Moses didn't know he was standing on holy ground, right? To sê die Heere vir my, somtijds is ons as sonders, we don't even see the hand of the Lord over us. Because we think we just lucky. Yeah. Yeah? But the hand of the Lord is always over us. But why does God keep on saving us? Because us is nederig. We don't even know that we're standing within his glory. And that's what the Lord always speaks about. Like, jy moet nederig blijf voor hem. Don't touch my glory. That's why a sinner sometimes, and met alle respect, die Heere is so lief vir hulle, because God keeps on sending his hand out. He keeps on sending his hand out. He keeps on keeping his grace over them. But we as believers, die woord van die Heere sê, dat ons moet nederig blijf. But sometimes we get so caught up with everything that we forget about his grace. And that's why, when you now praat van, um, I think 
that is how God works. That's why people sometimes can't see us that are in us and with us that we have flipped the 360 because they, they're so used to being in the same presence of this person. And the moment the person changes, as for Allah, as it says, yeah, die man gaan volgende week gaan hy maar val en hy gaan weer die sielle doen. But there's something, if you're not aware of the grace of the Lord, um, God changes you 360. And as much as we like to use excuses, Moses look and say, Jere nie et nie, Jere gebruik my broer. God said, I want you. Because you don't even know about everything I'm doing. And like us, and as see, testimonies, see, it's our reiki, like, it's probably in Brennan can testify to that, what he's going through at the moment, preparing to share his testimony. It's one of the moeilijkste things, but the key is that you have to stay obedient and listen to God's voice and listen to the journey that he wants you, because he won't let you share your whole testimony here for the people. He will use parts of it. And you need to really closely listen to his voice to hear what parts he wants you to share. Because he knows there are certain people coming that evening that needs to hear a specific part of your testimony because it's a point of that in time in their life that they're going through something that they, an issue that they experiencing currently in, his, in their life. So he wants them to hear that here is someone that I've already, already taken through that journey. You can be the next. Are you willing to take my hand? And it comes to believing. You said believers. Now come as what for Moses as a forebuild. Imagine you was no Moses and he brand a boss for you. Wat ga jy met die bos doen? Gaan jy weet as die jyre, of gaan jy die, die water oor die bos gaan gooi en het nat brand? It was so much easier for them to believe because there wasn't so many distractions that time. Jy het ons klomp distractions waarmee ons gesit word. Ek lees um, nou die dag, wat is hy story? Van Elia, waar Elia by die vierde weer gekom het in die hongersnoodheid en hy sê vir haar, kan jy asjeblief vir my kos gee, en sy sê, maar sy het nog net die laaste van Anna sien, wat sy nog aan bak, en dan is dit hulle laaste kos, maar jy sal, ek sal vir jou gee. Would you do that, as jy op jou laaste is, vir a man van die heren, wat na jou te kom, en vir jou sê, gee my asjeblief, die laaste geld in jou bank, want ek moet nou hier naartoe gaan, would you do it? I think I think that is probably why most of people get saved. I think. Uh, but I think God has a way of. And I think we we also need to un- understand that in today's world, they say that But I think God speaks to us more today than ever before. It's just there's too much noise today. And, but God has also a way that he will push you and push you and push you to listen to his voice. I think if we look back to um, our story, I think we came to an end where there was only one road. It was leading to hell or leading to salvation. And when I mean to hell, I mean hell comes with loads of other things. It comes with a marriage falling apart, children falling apart, broken marriages, broken children, 
um, broken businesses. Kom met jou is een pad wat je gaat langstappen. Als je woord van hier is, als je gaat brand, je gaat niet vinnig brand, je gaat stadig, maar zekerlijk gaan je brand. So when you get to that road, and I always say that, I wish I never got there, but unfortunately we got there. But then there's two roads. There's either going to hell or going to heaven. And when I mean going to heaven, is going to heaven and walking the road with Jesus. And that's where you actually go back and you start reaching back into your time and you start seeing certain things in your test of time. That's when you start seeing the grace of the Lord when you were in a situation. And you say, oh, I thought I did this when I was not in the roadblock. And here I had remarkable police gevat. to go in the roadblock. Yes, God will protect you, but he's not going to keep his hand over you if you don't go on begint luister na sy stem. And that's sometimes we think, um, ons, ons gaan in die ding, as jy ons altyd, as ons in een situasie is, dan gaan ons op ons knie, as jy ons, Heere, Heere, help my. Yes, God will help you. But die woord van die Heere ook sê, ook vir my, that he won't leave you unpunished. Hy sal vir jou punish, because you need to learn, that he is still the Father, he is still the God, but op een ander manier, gaan jy terugbesef jy, jo, Heere, was it even for your genade? And I think, Rowena, that's where your test, test, testimony comes in. As when you begin to look at where the Lord has I think, now that we think back, the more you start sharing your testimony, and, and, and that's what I begin to come the more you start sharing it, the more you start adding God to it. When I mean is you start seeing where certain things where I probably mentioned it the first time as it's like reading a book. Yeah, and first time on your tour to your stay and as I said versus where you now. Now it's based on scripture that I need to pray. Yes, and also I think also you can sell a script over and over lees. But once you read it 20 times, 30 times you start seeing something else in it. Mm. And that's also what a testimony is. We we will add on, not add on, we will add God more in it. But our testimony will stay exactly the same. I don't know, I think when when you and me said um, we are calling it quits, yes, we were calling quits, and except, I, I, I go back to that. When you say calling it quits, people are still married, but they're not married. Meaning they're in the relationship, but they're not married. What I mean, there's a disconnection. There's right? no relationship. There's, there's, there's no relationship. So when we said we called it quits, you could just see the hand of the Lord coming in at that time. I think before my opa did this, my opa the time for us contact. My opa was a pastor. He always said, I need to speak to you and Rowena. I need to speak to you and Rowena. We never got the opportunity. He passed away. And in that time, everyone kept on reaching us out to us. They want to speak to us. They want to speak to us. And when we stopped, stopped the people from reaching us to us, what did God do? God used a dream to speak to me, to say that you need to go to church. And just like that, God will make a way to speak to us. But it's up to us at the end of the day if we're going to let him in. Yeah, and um, I think a key thing that you said there is, he waited on your last days. You know why? And it's moeilijker for us to glow. And the key lies in glow. Ik denk dat Hebreus 1 vir 1 geloof is een vaste vertrouwen is wat jy nie kan sien nie. Dis die moeilikste ding makkelijk vir mens om te doen, maar as die makkelijkste ding to salvation and it's more difficult for you to believe if you've got something to fall back on. But once you've got 
nothing to fall back on. Is daar niks as jy as jy links of rechtig op na boe en das niks hier in jou enigste oplossing is God, then it's so much easier to believe because you know there is nothing else. En as jy kyk terug na die God encounters, it's those moments when you believed wholeheartedly met alles dat hy die antwoord is na jou probleme. En um, jy daar getouch op iets van um, van die oomlikke. En um, God, dat is test, en Brennan het het gesê, hy sê, die is toetse. Die is toetse waarop God jou sit, om basically te kyk, tot waar moet hy vir jou push, voordat jy die rechte besluit neem. How far do you want to go, not him, how far do you need to go, before you realize that you're on the wrong path? En nou die dag toe sê, ek um, iets wat ek, it, it only dropped by me, that that was God giving me a warning, because sometimes it's the devil, sometimes it's God, but you need to be able to discern. I couldn't discern then, but I could. I can discern now. En ek dink toe terug in um, laas jaar, in 2021 July, maak ek een motorongeluk, die stupidste motorongeluk in my leven, want ek was so noosel, ek het die gedink, en ek het nog nooit, ek het verbrende na gesê, waarin ek gedink het, ek het op die oomlik gesit en dink, hoeveel geld moet ek terugwen, ek het in lotto staan gesit en dink, hoeveel geld moet ek terugwen, wat moet ek doen, hoe is die strategie, hoe gaan ek verbrende en vergeld, was ek in ons, ek gesit en dink, terwijl ek gerei, en ek het die gekyk, of wat karre links of rechts, aankomend kom jy, en is so makkelijke draai, like jy moet karre sien, and I literally didn't see the car coming, because my mind was, occupied with the devil's things. En die kar reis straight at 120 kilometers in my infas. Ek moes in die hospital gewees het, maar ek het nie a scratch op my gehad hier. Ek het net met a seerbeena uitgeloop. Julle kan sien, as ek photoshare van die kar, it was on the driver's seat. Die kar was onmiddellik afgeskryf, en ek het vriede uitgestap, en I was too Hoti, te hoogmoedig op die oomlik om te besef dat dit is een waarschuwing van die heren, want as jy nie die pad wat ek vir jou gekies het gaan stap nie, gaan ek jou lelik straf, and I didn't listen, and I think 8 months later, 8 months later, doe ek niks meer oorgaat, absolutely nothing, God wants you to stop, he doesn't want to, ons Ons het een liefdevolle God wat ons dien. Hy wil nie vir jou tot daar drukkie, maar ons druk ons self tot in die posiesie. Nee, hy nie. Hy probeer ons skeer. Hy sê, ek is hier, kom, neem my aan. But we don't want to listen. Ons wil nie luister. Ons wil nie sy stem luister. So nou gaan ons self. It's, it's our own fault that we end up there. And then, he still, he is so genadig, God's grace is so sufficient, that he will still come for you, he will still come and take your hand and say, okay, jy het nou genoeg gehad, ek gaan jou nou kom haal. En die vers wat daarmee gepart gaan vir my, is spreke 16 vers 1. Van alles begin by planne, planne wat jy vir jou self maak, sonder om vir God te raadpleeg. Spreke 16 en vir die het ook in die jaar toe hy praat oor resolutions, you also touched on it. Het sê, die planne van die hart 
is van die mens, maar die antwoord van die tong kom van die Heere. En as ons gaan na 1 Kronieke 29 vers 17, dit is wat David op sy laaste was, het was sy gebed voordat hy um, gesterf het, het hy gesê, en ek weet my God, dat jy die hart toets. So die planne van die hart is van die mens, en God toets die hart. God will test you over and over and over until you get it. Nou, as jy nie die Heere ken nie, en jy kan nie sy stem hoor nie, gaan jou planne van die hart van jou kop afwees. Jy gaan doen wat die beste is vir jou, en nie die beste van die beste vir die koning krijg jy. Waarop baseer jy jou besluite? Waarop baseer jy jou krachte waarvan daan het kom? Waarop baseer jy die weesheid, die intellectualiteit wat jy het? Waarop baseer jy alles daai, as jy nie vir God ken nie? Ik denk ja, ik ik zit mijn mind achter op overtime. Hij is net zoals ik denk ik zeg voor die. It's like you're bound to make the wrong decisions. Ja, also denk ik zeg voor die. Ik kan nog niet te veel share leading up to next week, maar het is wel wonderlijk hoe hoe die jaren werken. Ik denk I always say that je wordt van die jaren zeg dag na dag komen we ons alleen dat boel one on one met ons en hij gaat die boekje opmaken en hij gaat zeggen. Brenda en Rowena, so jy geleef. And guess what is that? That's your test, the morning. Because everything is written down. En ek denk jy, ons gaan nie so oomlik het om ons self te defend die, because you will know in your heart of jy recht gelewe het of verkeerd gelewe het. En terwyl ons hier is, moet ons my net seker maak, terwyl ons bezig is om ons boek te skryf en of ons bezig is om ons... Ek sê altyd... that you know, jy weet alleen, dis jou testimony waarmee jy bezig, dis jou, dis jou boek waarmee jy skryf, en die aangeer die heren was een kans, elke keer om jy uitveer uit te haal, en te vergeef, en uit te veer, but sometimes there are certain things that stay there for a reason, even though it was wrong in the, in, in the Lord's eyes, um, dat bly daar vir een rede, dat hy won bly daar, because God is almost like reminding you each and every day, you see what I've done for you, Sien jy wat ek gedoen het vir jou? And that's how God works. Ek wil net vannacht met julle iets deel. I think, daar is een gedeelte in die Bijbel wat, ek denk mense lees het altyd, and you think it's a foolish reaction from David, but I want to read the scripture to you, as 2 Samuel 6 verse 16. And Saul's daughter, Michal, was looking out of the window, while the Lord's holy box was being carried into the city. David was jumping and dancing before the Lord. Michael saw this, Michal saw this, and she was upset at David. Verse 20, verse 22. David went back to bless his house, but Saul's daughter came out to meet him. She said, the king of Israel did not honor himself today. You took off your clothes in front of the servants, girls. You were looking like a fool. Who takes off his clothes without shame? Then David said to Michal, The Lord chose me, not your father, or anyone from his family. The Lord chose me to be the leader of this people, the Israelites. So I will continue dancing and celebrating in front of the Lord. 
I might do things that are even more embarrassing. Maybe you will not respect me, but the girls you are talking about are proud of me. And the Sufa may super found that David was married to this woman. But this woman never knew what David went through. And if you hear everything David was speaking about, he's speaking about the Lord, the Lord, the Lord, the Lord. And he says that I will embarrass myself in front of the Lord. Even if you don't respect me, the people that were standing there will respect me. And that besef jy weer eens, ons amal lees elke dag, vooral die geloviges, die ongeloviges, vooral amal wat se gedeelte in die Bijbel ken jylle. Basalem 23. Amal ken dit. Jy kan een kindje vooral die school, hoekom? Gaan lees die, die Basalem van David. Die Heere is my herder, niks sal my ontbreek nie. Dit is eenvoudige woorde. Maar dit Dit is Davidse story. Hy sê, jy bereid die tafel voor die aangezicht van my teenstaanders. Dit is so. Jy maak my hoof vet met olie. My beker loop oor. This is Davids testimony. But everyone can relate to it. Why? Because allemaal gaan dier wat David gegaan het. Yes. But if you're not in a position to understand it, and this is where we go to the scripture, where Jesus said, I couldn't wonderwerke doen in his own study. Because David's own vrouw was so caught up with the whole situation, she could never see the grace of the Lord. And unfortunately, it's so sad, the word of the Lord said, now that she had never been Why didn't God give her children? Because she could not understand the, the blessing of the Lord. And this is how the Lord works. Sometimes we just need to embarrass ourselves sometimes in front of the Lord for the Lord to do his work. And yeah, ik, ik denk, sometimes say ik sometimes dingen wat mensen say, yo, hoe kan Brandon dit deal? Like, as, as, as hy nie bang nie, as, ek is nie bang vir dit nie, because God's grace has been upon our lives. God het ons uit die donkerte uitgehaal. God het, hoe sê, hoe sê, die Heere is my herde. God is everything I need, God is everything my family needs, and even if we need to embarrass ourselves in front of people sometimes that don't understand, God knows, and as long as God stands the center of our testimony, that's all God wants. You mentioned there something that stuck immediately with me, Salam 23, testimony, and that is why God created this movement to share our testimony because at the end of the day our testimony that we share we apply it to the bible and we apply the bible to our testimony so what we in actual fact doing is we are breaking down the bible in real time explaining the bible scriptures key scriptures in the bible we are explaining through our testament, to make it more relatable, to make it more understandable to people. Yeah, I think we're all writing our own psalms. And even, yes, exactly, and even, as you may know, for our, my getuienis te verduidelik, the storyline is going to stay the same, but how I explain it's going to be completely different, because every single time, God is going to take you to through a different journey. The first time I've shared my testament, I've shared it, 
Yeltima official and the scriptures break and this is scriptures that he showed me because I went into isolation and it's so important to go into isolation because you need to hear his voice. Next week you're not going to see Brendan because Brendan needs to go into isolation so that he can clearly hear God's voice because at the end of the day Hanaynet a monster queers. Amen. And if I compare to VOD3, I tried to read through it today and it is like so Greeks what I stand because I couldn't remember anything that I wrote down there because it wasn't me. It was God leading me. And one of the scriptures that stood out for me was, it was Romeine 1, verse 21. And it said, Omdat hulle, alhoewel hulle God geken het, klem of ken, ons het om geken, om nie as God verheerlik of gedank het die, maar hulle het dwaas geword, en hulle hulle oorlegginge, en hulle onverstandige hart is verduister. Mm-hmm. Nou, ek het nie dit, en die laas is, ek het terwijl hulle voorgee, dat hulle wees is, het hulle dwaas geworden. Ek het nie die geskryf, he. Mm-hmm. Dis al vir eeuwe staan dit in die Bijbel, wat both of us can relate to that. Want daai is precies, precies wat met ons gebeur. En hier het vir my die skrif gegeen, terwijl ek bezig was met my VOT3, when I needed to explain how Brendan and I got into gambling. Hmm. Want ons het kerk gegaan, ons was in die kerk, maar ons het voorgegee dat ons wees was, voorgegee dat ons fijn was, voorgegee dat ons verhouding gehad het met God, voorgegee dat ons purified Christians was. Maar ek denk dis, dis, dis. Maar ons was dwaas, ons was dwaas, ons het ons onverstandige hart gehad, en ons het in ons eie krachtige geloof, ons eie oorlige, ons eie planne, we had our own plans at heart, we didn't have God's plans at heart. But I think that comes back to that scripture where David said, I'll rather embarrass myself. Um, he, needed, he needed to remove himself from where he was, meaning, I had to be he was king. So, he had to remove himself, he het geweet van die weg, het geweet van die waarheid. Mense sê altyd, why was, hoekom was die Heere so lief vir David? David het soveel sondes gedoen, David het soveel bloed op sy handen gebaat, but what did God have? What did David have? Purified heart. He had a pure heart. As hy een fout gegaan het, die woord van die Heere sê, het hy die aangezicht van die Heere gesoek. Hy het gaan leef voor die voete van die Heere. I mean, ons is so geneig as Christen, en ek denk, dis een ding wat ek baie voel, wat ek sê, Heere, hou vir my nederig voor u. Because you, you know, it's so quick, so quick, that we forget about him, and we start thinking about us. Ek sê altyd dat, sometimes, it's weird, like sometimes, I'm, I, my, miskien is ek prepared for Etsy, but then I need to go and preach the word. And you know what, that night, if I think back now, that night is the night that the Lord used me the most. Because I need him. No, I can't. Because then I need him. I need to tap into him. I need to make sure that he is everything I need from the beginning till the end. But sometimes we're so prepared. And don't get me wrong. We need to be prepared. When we go to the altar, you need to be prepared. Because if word van die Heere sê, jy kan nie na my toekom sonder offer. Nou, wat is jou offer? Jou offer, you need to be prepared. Now, sometimes associate prepared because people just like, we need you now. But guess what? 
You need to be prepared every day with the Lord. Jy moet elke dag met die Heere op pad stap. En ek denk is, um, ek het luister nou die dag een vrou, sy sê dat, do you think it's easy preaching the word of the Lord? No. You see all the glitch, you see all the good words I give, but it's an everyday journey with Him. And I need Him every day because I don't know when I need to preach the word of Him. En dit is belangrijk, dit is die testimony is elke dag gesprek met die Heere, dit is elke dag geskryf, dit is elke dag gedeelte wat jy deel met hom, en ek denk dit is elke dag dat we discover more and more of ourselves, because die woord van die Heere sê, wanneer jy oog gee aan hom, is wanneer hy jou lichaam oog neem, en neem alles oog van jou. Ek het verochend hoe sê ek vir Rowena, I feel so like I repent every single day now, it feels like, en ek sê vir die Heere, it sounds weird to people, but I'll rather be that person, I'll rather repent than be too proud and too embarrassed. Ek maak foute elke dag. Ek het gisteren op my knie gaan, ek het vir die Heere sê, Heere, there's something I'm not proud about what I did yesterday, Lord, but you know my heart. En dis waar, ek sê vir die Heere, ek ken my hart. And I need to remind him that because I need to remind myself that, that I need to stay content and I need to stand En dan nie toe, ek moet aanhouden voor sy voete le en verstaan dat hy is God. And that's the only way he can do what he needs to do through us. And as ek vir iemand advice daar buiten kan gee, sometimes you know what? We don't know it all. <laughs> we don't know it all. Jy kan die beste teachers luister, jy kan die beste YouTubers luister, jy kan die beste, but we just don't know it all. God will always be God. He will always be centered. He will always be in front. He will always be everything we are not. And the moment we start realizing that, ek het een dag vir, ek het, ek het, ek en Rowena het een persoon of twee persoon waarmee ons diep deel. And I'll rather have that than have millions of people that we run to. Jylle kan na Brennan en Rowena luister, but we don't know it all. We don't know it all. But een ding wat ons weet is dat, Die Heere bly die Heere. And when it comes to a testimony, that is a one-on-one relationship you have with the Lord. That's the only thing you have with the Lord. That one day when you get come to heaven, it's the only thing you can lay in front of him. Now, die dag toe Ashley sy testimony share by die Heer, noem my iets, en hy sê, toe hy die Heer uit, hy was een mens van baie vriende, en toe skielik toe hy die Heer aanneem, toe raak die vriende min. But that is God. He wants to lessen the noise in you. Ja, hy wil die stemme minder maak in jou oor, so dat jy beter na sy stem kan luister. Because we are never alone, and you touch on our humility, and by ek en Brendan is dit so belangrik, and luckily we've got each other to keep each other humble. As ek sien die glorie raak groot in die mand, dan sal ek kom aanklaar en sê, Brother Beck, kom ons gaan bid gauw eers, Laat ons net gauw terugkom na the key to the kingdom, which is humble. En dit is moeilik. Ek sê vir manne daarbuiten, this is difficult. Because like. once God has used you and you felt that glory, then, it, it, then is het so makkelijk om oor te gaan dat dit is ek. Dit is ek, yes. En dit is die Godie. Dit is ek, dit is die Godie. Oh, oh. And that's why we will never compliment each other. Ek sal, en nie omdat ek lelik is, because he knows, he knows my heart. Ek, I, I do it to protect Tekt hem. Ek gaan nie vir hom sê, jo, Brendan, jy het kwaai gewee, was sjak vandag, het mooi gepraat, jy het, ek sal net sê, al wat ek vir hom sê is, dankie, dat jy toegelaat het, dat die heren jou gebruik. And you know that what, Rowena, touch on something, you know, there is something I, 
of ons ons lag daar but that's something I think people also need to start thinking like gaan soms op naar die huis van die Heere toe and dan stap ons uit as is jo maar jy het mooi gepraat how can you say someone spoke nice jy moet sê die woord van die Heere was geseend vandag thanks God for using you because the thing is that mooi or that pretty is what makes us become more aware of ourselves. So as iemand nou vir iemand kom sê na die tyd, oh my Jesus, jy het mooi gepraat vandag. What are you going to do? You're going to try making your testimony more mooi. No! Dis nie wat die Heere wil hee nie. Die Heere wil hee dat jy moet laat hy dier jou werk. It's not about being pretty, it's about understanding that. It's about getting to what God wants for us, not for you. Yeah. And this is a, this is a wonderful journey, Bob. I mean, said, but you've got a fear of God in you. Amen. That is of note because you really need to be aware of when he wants to use you and how he wants to use you. Because I told Brenda, I never want to be in the position where God is just using me because I'm part of the plan, maar, so draai klaas met my, gaan hy my net dispose, want ek was ongehoorsam. Ek wil nooit in die posiesie wees, because you won't even know when you're in that position. I might be even in that position now, but I, 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 I won't know if I don't listen to his voice. Die, die, die gevaarlikste ding wat ons kan doen, as ons een pad met die Heere begin loop, het, is om ongehoorzaam te wees vir sy woord, but also to become so dependent on him, to become so relaxed, that you don't put in the effort anymore. You do nie meer wat jy moet doen nie. You are just waiting for the Holy Spirit, because God, I know you are going to use me today, because you are currently using me around every single corner. So ek gaan maar net wacht vir you to bless me with the Holy Spirit, en daar gaat ek. And the scripture that comes to mind, I think it's in Samuel, waar um, die Israëlieten die altaar laat kom het, vir die Filistijne, om die Filistijne te verslaan. Hulle het net gesê, is alright, ons gaan hulle verslaan, alles hulle hoeveel, 40.000, gaan hulle nie die altaar, die heren gaan kom, en die heren gaan dit uit. So, en die dag het die heren net besluit, wie wat? You on your own, buddy. You are on your own. Jylle dink, jylle kan net vir my kom haal, wanneer jylle lus het, dit werk nie, sorry, this is a two-way relationship. And I'm so fearful to be in that position. Yeah, I think as as the deal that Anthony and I took home is don't think God is a slot machine. Just don't throw in tokens every time you need him and hoping that when you press the button, he'll be there. Trust me, you'll hit the jackpot most of the times. But the one time that you press the button and he isn't there, I feel the whole world vergaan om you. And I I say that with this, with the biggest grace is that. Um, I think um, with the VOT team, we are blessed enough to have, I think, two mentors that one thing they keep on, it's like it's, it's like engraved into the team is, moet nie op die verkeerde kant kom van die Heere nie. And it's something I'm so thankful for them. I think me and Rowena and, and, and everyone in the team knows that that's one thing we speak about numerous times. That's something we always speak we make sure that everyone understands it's not about us, it's about the Lord. And when it comes to the testimony, that's so important that it's not about you, it's about the Lord. And just making sure that we, 
we as individual, I always say, ek is die oor van die huis, so what, net van a, what does that scripture mean? Um, en ons is geneig om dit te vat en te sê, ek is die oor van die huis, so alles wat ek sê, slaan die gitaar in die huis, so maak, hoe spring, hoe hoog, it's not how it works. How it works is whatever decision you as a head of the house, meaning the head of the house, meaning jy is gered in die hand van die Heere, meaning jy is gedoop, so jy is die hoof van die huis, so Christus kan in jou werk. Whatever decision you make as a husband, as a family leader, has an impact on the whole family. En ek kan veel dat hier een klomp gedeeltes wat in die Bible, I'm not going to do that this evening, but wat ek vir jou kan sê is, when you come on the wrong side of the law, die woord van die Heere sê altyd, ek gaan die verbond breek met jou hele geslag. And what he means with that is, that he will punish you for all the other things that's going to come still. So dis ook my so belangrik, and people take it so lighthearted these days, that um, we don't repent, we don't ask for forgiveness. We just say, Lord, I'll put in another number, I'll put in another token into the slot machine and you will forgive me. No. Unfortunately, it doesn't work that way. There's going to come a point where the Heere net die lijne gaan trek en sê tot hiertoe en nie nie verder. And it doesn't mean he's not going to come get you again. He will come get you. Because that's who he is. He's a forgiving God. But why do you want to get to that point? Hoekom wil jy eers faal? Hoekom wil jy eers jou kop stamp? Ek vraag vir myself, I wish that day that when I was, I was telling Rowena the other day, I got the details, wait till the 24th, but when God called me, I had an option. I could have said yes that time already. Yes, so I can so feel minder padas gesoene daar buiten. Here is for Rowena, misschien vroeger op my pad gesteer het. But we decide. We decide what we want to do. Um, en dan wanneer dinge nie lekker uitdraai nie, dan sê ons, jyre, 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 help my, en dan kom jy jyre dier vir ons, but end of the day, I still say, jy skryf jou eie story, jy moet jou story in dag vir antwoord gee daarboe, um, we don't have all the answers, but one thing that we do know is that when God is part of your testimony, um, it's the best journey that you can ever be on, and we're still busy writing our testimony, but it's just different at the moment, God is more prominent within our testimony. Amen. Um, I think het in een slotsom vir die as jou testimony is never done never done jy is nou nog bezig gaan in jou net te skryf I'm still busy writing mine God is going to play a part in your life forever there's going to be more moments more key moments that he is going to drive, that he's going to be the captain of that ship. He's going to be the captain of that ship all the time. But there's going to be certain key moments in your life where he's going to use you for the greater good that's going to become part of your testimony. So your testimony cannot class you, but the thing is, you can't stand on your testimony forever. My getuienis, Brendan's getuienis, gaan nie vir ewig vision of truth kan draai nie, want daar is net soveel Amen. wat die mens kan sê oor jou getuienis. But this year, the word year, this is something that you can speak about over and over and over. And that is your mission. That should be everyone's mission, to know God's word. For you know that to outside, live in God's word. I just want to add something there. She says that... Um, you never done writing your testimony. But you know what's the scary part? 
dat het kan vandaag klaar is. When God calls you today and jij is klaar hier op aarde. That's, that's the scary part. Because authors, authors can write a book. They know the ending. We don't know the ending. So jij moet zeker maken, terwijl jij jouw boek schrijft elke dag op elke manier, dat God die punt is daar. Because if God is not the point, I'm sorry that your book, when you get to heaven, is not going to have the ending that we wanted. Because that's why it's so powerful. Our testimony, we don't know when it's done. So while we have it, we must make sure that it's part of Jesus. Yeah. I think Arwina has lost the train of thought. Arwina has lost the train. But back to me now. Uh, Next week, 24th Feb, um, I think um, I'm a Leicester. Um, we're all looking forward to what the Lord has in store. Remember, I always say that when you come up to the 24th of Feb, um, come prepared to receive. I always say when you come up, make sure your cup is full so that you can receive. Don't expect VOT or the team or the worship team to do something special to fill your cup. Come to expect the Lord. What I mean by that is let your heart open. And ontvang what the Heere will do on the 24th of February. It's going to be a special evening. I know that the Lord has something big in store for each and every one of us. Van klein naar groot, naar stout, naar goed, naar slecht, naar alles. God is calling his children for a time like this. And we are so, as a team, are looking so forward to it. The team had said, Rowena said from my life, from my to echo, but into six years. NASA tracks so a break to say, Rowena, what's a break? It's like, sometimes we have a VOT5 per plan. And then you realize again that um, that's a never ending story, but it's an exciting journey because it's all for the glory of God and not for us. Met die mense gaan ons nou afsluit met gebed brengen en gaan een speciale gebed doen. Um, dit was een moeilijke week in die BOT team en persoonlijk. Um, ons gebede, gebede gaan op naar die Van der Wald gesin wat Denita wat sy ma verloor het, sister, dochter en dan ook aan Elton sy familie die hoge gesin wat hulle steen Pilar verloor het en as daar enige iemand anders is wat die geliefde verloor het die week gaan ons julle opdra in die gebede en dan volgende week het ons Valentine's Day met Valentine's Day wat voorbij is in studio, it's going to be an all-girls party, Ek, Taryn and Sonia and we will lead you into VOT for mense, het a geseende aand geseende naweek God bless and we shall see you next week hoe jammer vir jy moet gebid En dan laatstens, as jy niks het om te doen nie, morgen aand, het Veronica Meijer Lefitical Lounge. That's why I gave it to you, because I couldn't, I couldn't, I kon nie die naam sê. Lefitical Lounge, by Salouri Spaas, 27 Old Main Road, by Christian Assembly Skerk, dit is free entry, Dit begin om, seke, om 7 uur. So be there early to and become expectant. Ek dink het gaan amazing wees. Ek dink het gaan super exciting wees. 
Veronica, je skuld met jene, thank you. Ik wil ook toen Veronica sê, daar is sommer jou invite na volgende week. Met jou tiefel, ek sien jou daar, dankie. Maar sluit net gauw as oor, onze vader wat in die hemel is, my God, laat die naam geheilig word. Liewe, dankie weer vir godelike voere. Dankie vir oomlik wat ons met die woord kon deel, my God. Liewe, hier allemaal wat ingeskakel het, allemaal wat geluister het, my God. Liewe, hier sal die engele uitsteer na hulle toe, my God, en hulle toemaak, my God. Liewe, hier was vandag gedeel het oor testimony, my God. Liewe, we're all going through our test and our time, my Lord. But I know that you are what you say you are, my Lord. Sal hier vir elke een wat daar buiten is, my God, een God van genade wees, my God. Maar meest belangrijk, my God, liewe, een God wat hulle in die hand sal vat en lei, my God. Liewe, gaan sal met ons waar ons gaan gaan, my God, soos dat die team prepare vir WT4, my Lord. Would you be with us, my Lord? Would you protect us, my Lord? En amal wat sal opkom, my God, sal ontvang uit die hand uit en nie uit ons hand. Sal nooit vergeet om die alle lof en alle eer en alle aanbidding te gee nie. Amen en amen. Amen. You are listening to Radio Yesterova.